Hi, Steve here. The murders we talk about on this show are not real murders, or based on real murders. It's just imagination and mediocre improv. See you in a bit. to death submerge solve we're back hello again and uh what i got that going on this weekend is a big old family reunion a massive family reunion at a cottage uh reunion with some people i've never met it's extended extended to beyond a certain side of your family this is all my father's and it's uh it's gonna be big it's gonna be uh, a lot of folks aunts oh yeah uncles oh yeah your parents no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so what I thought we should give is some advice for people who uh, are going to go to their first ever family reunions. It's sometimes yeah. weird. You know what I mean? You're going to be reading all the people who are technically family. Yeah. But uh, what do you say? What, what do you do when you step into a scenario like that? First of all, have because you're going to be nervous in the moment, it's a good idea to have some pickup lines ready. Yeah. Uh, write them beforehand. You don't want to have to be and like, oh, duh, you uh. should You should check to see how far away the cousin is, too, because they might be. Oh, yeah. Now, what is your advice? How far away should they be, in your personal opinion, <laughs> let's Steve? Let's see. Uh, they definitely have to be let's at least second cousin. Okay. Um, if, if second is as far away as you'd go? Uh, but it's the, it's the minimum. <laughs> no, yeah. Second's the minimum. First cousins, I think, are pretty well off the table. Okay. Um, but second's okay, and Just uh, third so is best. You don't think your first cousins are attractive? I have mostly male first cousins. So for me, you know, that's not uh, that's not an issue. But um, for other people, you know. I like where this has gone. <laughs> me too. Really good stuff. Yeah, all right. Uh, so, 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 number two, advice number two. Oh, yeah. Advice, piece of advice number two. A piece of advice number two. Um, ha, tell a different story to each person about what you're doing and what you're up to um, because you're going to get the same thing. And what are you doing? What's going on? You know, they're going to be get yeah. that over and over. Have so, fun. can I ask uh, some different stories you've got lined up? You can just give me five to ten. Yeah, so five to ten. Um, I'm going to tell people that I'm a garbage man. Okay. Some, th- some people are going to tell a garbage man. So it's going to be like two truths and a lie. Uh, also, do you have a costume prepared for each? Like, you're like, I just came from work. Yeah, and I'm going to I'm gonna cycle through. I'm going to have to keep using the bathroom, quote unquote. Okay. And I'm just going to pop on my new outfit, and then I'm going to come back out. And then what I want is there to be a lot of talk where it's just like, hey, I, I, I didn't know we had someone, a surgeon in our family and stuff like that. Okay, so quick like, round. Yeah, garbage man, surgeon. Garbage man, surgeon, um, eccentric billionaire, um, local boy. <laughs> Hey, hey, Steve. What are you? Uh, what are you up to these days? Well, uh, locally, I'm a boy. <laughs> the costume changing thing is kind of what I'm doing. If we can skip to advice number three. Yeah, yeah. I did five to ten. Because, yeah, yeah. Three. It's right in the middle there. <laughs> three, three, and a quick fall on my face. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, what I've been doing, and this is this advice is probably pretty specific uh, to my family. Uh, remember which brother you're trying to be. I've actually got everyone fooled into thinking uh, that we are twins. Mm. Uh, no, just me. Oh, so yeah, everyone thinks there's two brothers. Exactly. Right, right, uh, right. So d- remember... What's the name of your quote-unquote brother? So uh, if you switch around Fs and Gs, mm. uh, his name is Friggin. Right, Friggin to Plitsky. Friggin to Plitsky. Everyone hates him. 
Okay, so you get to kind of play like the antagonist when you're friggin'. Exactly. Uh, yeah, he's got uh, uh, like a dark hat. That's how you know the difference. An uh, and again, remember which what you're wearing on your head. Uh, Griffin wears a, a nice big like white summer hat. Yes. Uh, and then uh, Friggin wears like a nice black big summer hat. Okay. I it's see. like a spy versus spy kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And it is lore in the family that we are trying to kill each other. <laughs> so you want to set up a lot of traps. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. To catch Friggin. You're like, you haven't seen Friggin, have you? <laughs> oh, and speaking of kill, the victim. Jormy St. Jacobs, found dead in Toronto's historic distillery district. Today's guest, Skeeter Corkle, brewer who found the body. Skeeter, hello. Hey, yeah, how's it going? How you doing? How you doing? Good, good. Handshake, handshake. Oh, firm, handshake. firm. Wow. Yeah, no yeah. thanks. Uh, you know, my dad always taught me if you're going to shake someone's hand, you shake it real hard and you maintain eye contact until they break it off first to assert dominance. Yeah, that's a Yeah, oh, me and Steve move. looked away right away. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so our our that... whole thing is beta. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, firm handshake, calloused. Oh yeah, uh, that's uh, that's not only from the farm work that I did as a kid. Uh, not that I was raised on a farm. I just run away a whole bunch and start picking strawberries and tomatoes, uh, just at my own insistence because uh, you know I really wanted to develop uh, not only muscles but just a sense of what a good honest just, day's work. Sorry, is with the farmer's permission? Oh, absolutely not. And no, your, again, that's a way to so assert dominance. You got your calloused hands from picking berries. Oh, yeah. Well, thorns all over that strawberry. Oh, sure. Well, yeah. you ain't never picked a uh, bushel of strawberries before? Clearly not. We got Clearly. a small plant in the backyard that Griffin uh, has grown some strawberries on. Actually. Please don't get sincere on this show. Those seemed, uh, those seemed more like blue raspberries to I me. I think the but, audience uh... wants to know. They want to know what we're growing in the backyard. Yeah, I have two strawberry bushes. I like gardening. Yeah, but he doesn't. Fuck eat, off. He doesn't eat the strawberries. No, I don't like strawberries, so, so I give them to Eric and Steve. That's right. You know what? And that's yeah, I respect that. You know, I know you just said that you were a real kind of beta person. Yeah, right cuck. There, but the very fa- the very fact that you're growing something that isn't necessarily going to benefit you, but you can give to other people. I mean, that's something that old Skeeter here thinks is just very classy. Oh, because well, because not everyone can make their own beer. Uh, no, and that is true. something that you provide to them. That's uh, that's absolutely right. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, I got into the beer game uh, pretty early. Because uh, uh, huh? Yeah, that's the beer that's game. That's the beer game, right? Beer pong. Beer pong. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of that's. Uh, it's like when you do like like intramural sports. Uh, you're not you're not gonna make it to the Olympics just by playing you know kickball with your buddies. No. But uh, you know you can you can make your way up. Yeah, um, so when I'd sneak onto these farms, right? Right. You know, all around uh, Goderich and... Uh, oh, the salt mines. Yeah, actually, uh, I, I actually really, genuinely, this is a true story, had a lovely encounter with a salt miner from Goderich uh, out in Waterloo. Please don't get sincere on this show. <laughs> no, he, it's uh, happening. He came up to me in front, of, uh, uh, in front of the courtyard Marriott, where I was there for my cousin's wedding, and said, uh, hey, you don't happen to smoke weed, do you? And I said, oh, fuck yeah, buddy. And, and <laughs> which, which cousin were you marrying? First cousin? <laughs> First all the way. Oh, wow. Okay, congr- go big or go congratulations. home. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. I went real big anyway. We're very happy. We're going to uh, <laughs> going to St. Catharines for a honeymoon. <laughs> the big city. The zoo. <laughs> That's not what they call it. Anywho, zoo St. Catharines. <laughs> I, uh, so I smoked, I smoked this joint with this uh, uh, um, salt, salt miner from, from, Goderich. from Goderich. Cool. And uh, I was just got high enough to ask him, like, so can you lick the walls down there or what's up? And uh, not in that mine, you can't. But in other ones, you can. That's dude, that's very Willy Wonka. But uh, the, the salt, salt tastes, tastes like salt. salt. 
<laughs> yeah, well, we are the music makers and we are the dreamers of dreams. And my dream was to make beer. So tell me about your brewery. Yeah, okay. Uh, what kind of beer do you grow? Yeah. Is it hoppy? Do you grow? <laughs> well, first off, that's how I thought beer was made. I planted so many beer cans in so many <laughs> ditches on the side of so many roads. And I'd go and water them every single day because I got the work ethic of, of one of those horses that the, literally, like, it works until you turn them One of the glue. Budweiser Clydesdales, maybe. Exactly, yeah, but yeah. just nowhere near as fucking fancy. Those things now, they only work once a year for the Super Bowl. <sighs> Oh. Honestly, these horses need to earn their jobs. But that's a different platform I've been running on. I'm also <laughs> thinking of running for mayor of Toronto since that race is open now, and it seems like anyone with just half a brain can do it, and I've got at least three quarters of one after the incident. But so, you know, I realized, uh, I, I read this thing called a book, and it told me... Oh, Bible? Uh, no, that's a good book. Yeah, but like you get to the end, it's like, okay, so who did it? <laughs> God, oh. you did it all. Oh, I didn't follow. The... I'm gonna have to reread that real quick. <laughs> King James version, all the way, baby. It's confusing. It's written by like five different people. Yeah, like... but you know, hey, here's the thing, though. It's like I appreciate that kind of like collaboration. And when I was starting my brewery, after I read book that told me. <laughs> That uh, you actually have to uh, you grow things called like hops, and you and you collect things called like barley and malt, and then and 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 you you actually brew it together. And I'm like, oh, that's why they're called brewers. Oh, it's oh. all making sense. Again, not very good at putting clues together, but I know how to make a tasty, tasty beer. Uh, you know, I I think I think it's great. I drink it all the time. I'm drinking it right now. I have been drinking it since yeah, seven this morning. Yeah. And uh, it just, it makes me feel like life is more uh, worth living in. But then you get to a point where it's, anyway. Uh, so what, the, what is the name of your come. brewery? Sorry. Oh, oh yeah. Um, uh, Skeeter Scooter. Um, Skeeter's Scooter. Skeeter Scooter. Because uh, I wanted something. Not even something... Skeeter's Shooters. No. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> where the oh. hell were you when I was figuring out I my brand? I am so sorry. It seems like the whole design on that can is all scooter based. And you really went full tilt at the scooter thing. That's that's my favorite brew. It's called Full Tilt. Oh, I just, you know, I thought, you know, what I was thinking, I'm like, what's fun? I'm like, oh, scooters. I'm like, it appeals to kids. But then I'm like, oh, yeah. it's a beer. Your market, your demo. <laughs> okay, so sorry, Skeeter Scooters. Skeeter Scooters. Uh, you know, I, I want you to just like, uh, you know, scoot, scoot your way into a, a sense of happiness. <laughs> They're all different. Have... They're all different kinds of scooters that you can get. See, this is where I thought the branding was really interesting. Okay, you know, so you got the full tilt scooter. Uh, that is the hoppiest beer we've got. One hundred percent hops. Uh, yep. It's uh, you open it up. It's just plants inside. <laughs> uh, but that's more for like you know the crunchy green granola kind of vegan uh, yeah. sort of market. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know vegans who also like to get you know go out for a rip there, bud. On the, on the weekends. You slurp it out like spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. And, like, I don't know if vegans eat spaghetti, but they eat, drink my beer. And then we've got uh, the Red Rocket. And so that one is 50.5% uh, uh, alcohol. Okay. TTC based? Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. Cool. Uh, because you mean to go somewhere, and then halfway through, you realize you're not getting where you're going. 
So. Now, is that part of your mayoral platform? Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah, because uh, since uh, Doug Ford introduced uh, the Buck Beer in Ontario, uh, I'm going to be uh, uh, lowering my prices accordingly, so A, that people can forget oh, yeah. we now, now how's living that, in a hellscape. How's that straight from a brewer here? Uh, yeah. is, is this a good thing for you, or, or maybe not? Now, I'm not very good at what we in the business call math, but... I think it could either be a good or a bad thing. Oh, okay. I've got an open what a very mind political uh, politician answer. Thank you. Yeah, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been working with a coach, uh, a basketball coach. <laughs> who's, totally separate. Who's been helping me? Oh, okay. Uh, with my 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 mayoral pro, uh, platform. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my elocution not there, but I can do a layup now. <laughs> Man, on the debate stage, that's going to look so cool. Are you kidding me? Oh, boy. I am just, oh, just from the three-point line. Whenever. Oh, a layup from the three-point line. (laughs) Still, I'm still figuring out the fundamentals. You have one of those, like, Fisher-Price, like, little nets, and then at the debate, when you have a good answer, you know, the phrase to, like, dunk on someone, you can actually cram on the opponent. Uh, young man, are you looking for a job on my PR team? Because I'd be willing to hire you in a second. That wow. is one of the best ideas I have ever, <laughs> ever heard. I've been telling some family members that I am a campaign manager, so this well, works out great. This, this is wonderful. Now you can uh, you can still be a fabulist who weaves tales of truth with lies, but at least now that could be a truth. Uh, so Jormy St. Jacobs... <laughs> Uh, found dead uh, in the distillery district in your brewery or outside? Oh no, I um, I have what I like to call a pop up brewery. You avoid having to pay permits and rent if you just set up shop and you just start brewing in the majesty of God's green nature in front of the tourists who are just trying to take pictures in front of all the locks on a fence that say love. You know what I found out? Oh, go Don't on. get sincere. Uh, may, oh. Uh, uh, no, I want to know. You uh, got a lock fact? Yeah, the locks in the distillery district. Okay. Uh, they are, after maybe about a month, those people cut them off so there's space for new locks so people will buy more locks. They don't stay up eternally like they're supposed to. Yeah, but that's what is love that the, is. Is that the kid? Oh. oh, get snipped now, off after you a couple think, months. <laughs> without without the people knowing, do you think when their lock gets snipped, then they have a big fight and break up? Wow. <laughs> That's a movie. You have so much power. Hold on, hold on. I've got this this Bible right beside me. Let me let me flip through real quick. According to the Book of Ruth. Oh, so it makes the animations go. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the Ooh, Book of okay. Ruth. Uh, yeah, Book of Ruth. Uh, you know, she's my girl. Uh, yeah, often forgotten book in the Bible. Yeah. Well, I wonder why. <laughs> uh, yeah, it says right here. Uh, uh, yep. Sh- shouldst thou. Find thy love chained upon a fence, like the loving arms of a god wrapped around you. Yea, there shall be a reckoning. That reckoning shall be with claws, terrible claws. And once the claws snip at what once was your love, you shall have a public breakup inside an Ikea. And lo, it shall be bad. Wow, that is just, amen. that's poetry. That Yeah, amen. Oof. So you have a pop-up stand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, I just, I found some lumber in uh, in a nearby, uh, 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 you know, waste disposal uh, bin uh, known <laughs> as a dumpster. And, uh, you know, I just, I put it together and set up shop. But, um, so there was one time uh, where I was being hassled by the horse cops that were there. And uh, so I was moving. By the cops or by the horses themselves? Well, both, brother. 
Now those are hardworking horses. Yeah. Now those are some horses that I can get behind. Yeah. But uh, go. oh, you're gonna they, get kicked. Yeah. Or step in their poop. <laughs> so you were there when all this they, happened. Come on, they poop all over the road. Well, okay, who they us? poop all over the road. That's right. They do. So you, you were getting harassed by the police. That's right. Yeah, by the by the cop on the horse and the horse itself, which was judging me because it thought it was better than me. And let's face it, it was. Mm-hmm. Faster for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, way faster, and probably a better berry picker too. But that's okay. <laughs> that's that's my own insecurity. So I'm uh, disassembling my pop up. And uh, wait, they told you they were like, "Get take this down." That's why you're disassembling. Oh or no, no, absolutely. You were just not. done. This was another move of dominance. I thought that by making myself as low status as possible, I would somehow come all the way around to be high status. Kind of like how when you see, like in Pong, how like the the ball goes off the screen and then comes around the other side. I thought oh, like maybe a beer let's. You huh? I just got a yuh and a big point. <laughs> I want to let you know that uh, for this um, this interview about this very serious topic, I'm going to be doing a lot of visual gags. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm I'm just making direct eye contact with the police officer as I'm slowly disassembling my pop-up. Sometimes, uh, you know, I look over at the horse, but their eyes are different. So it's just like I get one side and get the other. And the horse seemed uh, uh, incredibly disinterested. Uh, and so did the cop. But I hoisted all the lumber on my I shoulder. Thought, I thought there was a confrontation. Oh, oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Here's my, see. Establishing dominance by preempting the. Exactly. Right. That was that was the confrontation. Um, and, you know, I've, it ain't my first road day, oh, you know. Uh, I'm drive? Used to, uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's my third, it's my third draft. Um, you know, like, uh. So, I've been beat up enough to know when to when to let go. You know, I'm tough. Skeeter yep. over here can take a few corkles to the head, but uh, you know that old saying. Yeah, that that old old famous saying from the Bible. From the Bible, that was Book yeah. of Job. But so uh, I'm lifting uh, the lumber on my shoulders and uh i'm trying to maintain eye contact with this police officer so i'm walking backwards through an entire sea of tourists and so that means i'm kind of feeling my way weaving my way through this crowd and i i turn a corner uh again still maintaining eye contact and i i fall through this doorway (laughs) and uh you know i land uh i land on my head which is uh my skull is the strongest part of my body so no worries is that where you lost a quarter of your brain that's a different story. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a. Uh... Oh boy, that that was a weird weekend in Brantford, Ontario. Let me tell you. Big Sorry, city. I don't want to interrupt this. Important. No, no, no. That's you okay. fell on your head and fell, uh, I fell on my head. Hole um, in the ground. And uh, the lumber went scattering, and I, you know, I don't have time to do another dumpster dive. You know, I, I mean, I did. I had the entire day. I just didn't want to. So, uh, I flip over. Uh, onto my front, uh, just just using using my skull as a ballast, and uh, okay, so you flip over like on your head and then around. Yeah, how do you, how do you, how do you get up? <laughs> oh, is that is that a sincere That's question? That's a sincere question. Well, I'm usually right here, uh, and then I'll kind of roll out. I'll put my feet down first. Uh, I'll stand up. I'll avoid the podcasting equipment, which is I usually keep set up in my bedroom, even though we only record on weekends. 
uh, and then uh, I'll, I'll go around them. I'll avoid the pile of clothes on my floor that uh, are cleaned up again just for podcast recordings, and then they usually all come back. Uh, I'll go up. I'll maybe say hi to Steve, uh, and I'll start my day. It's funny you can't wake up on the wrong side of the bed if your bed's right up against the wall. Oh, yeah. You can check out our pictures on Facebook. Uh, you can see my bed clearly in all of them. That's yeah. where I sleep. That's dangerous. You know, putting up pictures of your bed on the internet. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm worried about your safety <laughs> Too now. Sexy. You think people are going to jerk off to my bed? For sure, yeah. Not safe for work photos? Yeah, it's, it's very NSFW. <laughs> <laughs> you think our apps are going to get taken down? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because uh, it's, it's just like, oh, man, nipples have for sure been in that bed. Like, that's just, that's not allowed. That's not allowed, like, on Insta. Yeah. So you over. flip up on your head. Flip up on my head. I, uh... Because my skull is also, being the strongest part of my body, my center of gravity. And, uh, I go... That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, uh, if you read book, you'll understand. (laughs) You're right, you're right. So I get up, uh, because I'm on my front now, I just start crawling toward the wood. And I start, and I'm, it's a dark room, so I'm just feeling for pieces, feeling for splinters. And they're getting into my, my calloused, calloused, strong, calloused hands. And that's how I know they're my pieces, because they are not treated pieces of wood. And then, as I reach out, I feel something that doesn't feel like, you know, a piece of plywood that you got from a dumpster. It's, it's felt kind of, like, squishy and okay. different, but cold. Very, very cold. And I make sure I only use hot wood for my pops. <laughs> and I start feeling it out, and I realize... Wait a minute, what's this tube thing with, like, little tubes attached to it? And at first I thought, oh, it's a rat king of snakes, but... <laughs> and, uh, but when I was feeling this rat king of snakes, I was like, wait a minute, this feels familiar. And I started feeling my own arm attached to a hand. I'm like, oh, I mean, the one I'm feeling is cold and not mine. This is someone else's arm. Whoa. And I started feeling upward. And the muscles were so stiff because I guess it had that uh, rigmarole. Rigmortis. Rig- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rigmarole. Yeah, because that's when, when your soul leaves, your body doesn't know what to do. So it just <laughs> seizes up in fear. Yeah. Again, read book, learn science. And um, I find it attached to a shoulder, which is then attached to a midsection. And I keep feeling down, and you know, okay, I well, yeah, let's not get privacy. Not safe for work here. You know, we don't get taken know, down. This is the. You know, I don't want this to become another picture of a bed. So, but, but there I'm, could have been nipples on that torso. There, yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah. Not, not on my watch, buddy. Uh, and, uh, so there, there are two, there are two legs, and I'm like, okay, that's good. That, that's, that's a good sign. Out. Yeah, that that's a that's a human shape, and then I move up to where the face should be, and instead of feeling like a mouth and a nose and eyes, it just it's like something like it's like it feels like something scooped it right off. Someone scooped out scooped. the face. It's, it felt like, you know, as a as a not a detective, I decided, yo, this boy got scooped. Right, right. And uh, so, like a, a giant kind of melon baller almost might have got him. Uh huh. Yeah. But the thing is, the scalp was still intact, and I had felt this scalp before. Oh, okay. Now you see, oh. whenever someone comes to my pop up brewery, I immediately put my fingers in their hair. <laughs> 
I immediately put my fingers in their hair because that's, you know, knowing how strong my skull is. I have to understand that these people know that they're making a good choice in product. And uh, and do these have these people approached uh, the booth, or are they just kind of walking by and you reach out and grab some hair? Oh no no no! It's uh, it's called uh, um, a direct marketing. Okay, and that's when yes, you you reach out, grab someone by their scalp, and just uh, slowly massage it. Again, complete direct eye contact with them. And uh, you tell them about what it is that you're selling, and you know either they buy. <laughs> I make it. my own beer. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, ooh, you should—that's uh, psoriasis. You got—you <laughs> need to get that checked out. And the scalp, I knew, I knew the feeling. I remember every scalp I've ever touched. And this was, well, this was Jeremy St. Jacobs. And Someone uh, you direct marketed to? Oh yeah, and it was one of the most meaningful direct marketing. Uh, uh, sessions that i've ever had sessions you're gonna book an appointment i called in my sessions uh i'm what know, happened um well when uh when i had reached out to to touch his scalp he was the first person who reached back to touch mine and we wow. were just there uh in front of uh the young center for the performing arts feeling each other's scalps and uh he also maintained that direct eye contact, and we started moving in a slow, gentle circle like a dance, like a like the dance of someone who understands the secrets of life. And I said, what's your name there, son? And he said, well, I'm Jarmy! Jarmy St. Jacobs! <laughs> I like beer, and I like you! And he became my best friend. <laughs> so I said, Jarmy, my God. There I am, feeling his scalp, and I just pick up that rat king of a snake that I call his arm and put it in my scalp, and we're just there feeling each other. And I said, I'm going to find whoever did this to you, bud. Don't worry, Skeeter Corkle's going to bring them to justice. And then I took a quick nap, because I was pretty tired after that emotional display. And uh, when I woke up, I picked up my wood, and went to find that horse cop, because I thought, well, it's time to bring the authorities involved, even though I don't think a horse could fit through this doorway, you know. Okay. So that's what, that's, uh, yeah, that's what happened. Uh, how do you, what room is this? Did you figure out where, like, why this existed, this hole in the ground? Yeah, no, this... see, the thing about the distillery district is it's very confusing. Uh, and there are a lot of uh, just uh, uh, entryways and rooms and doors that, to me, just make uh, no sense whatsoever. Yeah, that uh, big heart. Oh, what's up with that? So, just so many impossible uh, angles and Riddles. ideas. You know, just yes, it's it's a real a real mystery. <laughs> I call that's what I call the distillery district a mystery, uh, and one that I will never solve. Uh, but I think it was actually like, um, uh, it might've been a, a, a dance studio at some point, okay. uh, or it might've been one of those old places where, uh, like back in the day when it was really Hogtown, they used to like, you know, murder and gut the pigs. Uh, yeah, now that I think about it, it makes more sense if it was a pig killing place to have a trap door, uh, for blood and viscera. Um, Although some dance studios, you know, they're just... Anyway, you know what I'm saying. And, and just before we go to break, yeah, uh, go it sounds like you did go after the, the horse and cop. Yeah. Uh, were they any help at all? Because oh. obviously you contacted us. Yeah, well, the thing is, uh, I went up to that horse cop, still had all my wood with me, and uh, I went up oh right behind the horse and uh, just gave it a little knock on, on the hind legs and uh, it immediately poop. kicked me in the face. <laughs> Are you sure it didn't poop? 
you know, when I when I woke up after I was knocked out, I'm I'm not gonna not say it didn't. And I think uh, the cop just yes. took off after that. I uh, knew it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's how she goes, boys. It's uh, it's how well, she goes. Hopefully, we can find out who scooped your friend's face. Thank you. Uh, we're gonna be right back after a quick break. Okay. And we're back. And I'm friggin' gone. You do this every episode. Where are you going? I gotta catch the boat. The boat? It's at a cottage on an island, baby. You're going to your family reunion right now. Yeah, that's In the I middle meant. of the show. That's what I meant, yeah. I probably said a different timeline at the beginning, but I was wrong. Just got a text. They said it's been bumped up to now. <laughs> oh, they bumped it up. <laughs> yeah. They double booked a reunion? Yeah, they're like, ah, whoop. So we got a different family going there next week. All right. Well, I don't want to hold you back from uh, all your different jobs. Thanks. I'm sure you've so got a lot much. of costumes to prepare. Oh yeah, yeah, I gotta roll my trunk out of here. <laughs> all right. Well, enjoy your weekend. You too, uh, man. Thank you. So nice meeting you. Bye bye. Yeah, hey, yeah hey, nice hey, meeting yeah. you too. Yeah. Good luck with the cousins. <laughs> but we're still here with uh, Skeeter Corkle. Hey. Uh, you are a, a brewer yeah. of Skeeter's Scooters, uh-huh. uh, a brand of beer which which includes Full Tilt, uh, Red Rocket. Uh-huh. You're also running for mayor of mm-hmm. Toronto. That's right. Uh, one of the elections? Uh, you know what? I'll read a book and find out. Uh, yeah, ooh, okay. according to Genesis, in seven days. Love Peter Gabriel. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What a guy. Chuck <laughs> that monkey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you found your friend, Jormy St. Jacobs, uh, with his face scooped, scooped out, out in the trap door of a dance studio. Possibly. Possibly dance or studio. Or a pig-killing uh, uh, Hang on, let's narrow this down. What else did you feel in there? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so, uh, it was. it's hard, It was because uh, it was so dark. Um, I did feel like a lot of like old-timey kind of exposed brick, which made me think, oh, you know, bespoke dance studio. But... The more I was feeling around, there seemed to be other like little uh, trap doors around and what felt like a conveyor belt, uh, but like a really, really old timey one because there was a hand crank and I got okay. distracted by it. I'm not going to lie. And just for 10 minutes, I was there. In cranking. the dark cranking. <laughs> well, it was fun. Machines are fun. Uh, <laughs> and I followed the path. After I was done uh, crank-a-lank in there, uh, I followed that path to what seemed to be another even deeper trap door. Okay. So, uh... So this is kind of a dance labyrinth you've fallen into. Yeah, it was a dance magic dance. (laughs) (laughs) And when was the last time you had seen Jormy? Was it only the one encounter you had had, where you felt each other for hours, or did he come back other days? Uh, you know, I'd I'd see him around, uh, because he really liked going to uh, Clooney's. Uh, to what get, is Clooney's? Uh, Clooney's is uh, a, a lovely uh, bakery uh, oh, okay. in the distillery district. They right have, next to like Go Segway. Uh, very, yeah, yeah. Well, not not too far away, actually. Well, Go Segway is a little bit on the other side of it. Uh, Clooney's is across from the theater. Uh, you can get fancy treats there called pistachio financier, uh, which is true. They're four dollars each. Okay, <laughs> so small. so he he went to go there. He, you know, I'd see him hanging around there. Uh, which surprised me, like you know, Jeremy St. Jacobs. I didn't. He didn't seem like someone who necessarily had a ton of money. But you know, sometimes trillionaires really, uh, really keep a low profile. So I assumed, obviously, he was a trillionaire if he could go to Clooney's every single day. So this could have been a death to get his money. That's what I'm thinking, and I'm glad you pieced those clues together because it took me until just now <laughs> to understand that perhaps that was a motive. 
You uh, look so scared. Hello? That's just the door. That's someone who's knocking at the door. Sorry, I, I uh, doors frightened me. What's that? Sorry, do you hear that? It's a, it's a, it's a bee? It sounds like a bee. Sound, yeah, or, uh, or, wait a minute. That you know that sound? That sounds like machinery. Kind of machinery with two wheels and like one long pole that you hang on to and you wear a helmet and you get on it and you look kind of like a jackass. That is what right. it sounds and like. you look even more like a jackass when you wear this helmet. <laughs> it's me, Garrett. Garrett? That's right. Hello. Oh, you're, me, you're, uh, you're on a Segway there, Garrett. Of course I am. But I got a watermelon helmet. What brings you to my house? Pretty cool. Well, uh, that's, that's very fun. I was in there. Yeah, you're a fun-looking guy, Garrett. Hey, a watermelon on your head? What's next? <laughs> yeah, Garrett's got like a watermelon-themed helmet there. Yeah. Fun little like mustache. I enjoy oh, sure. the whimsy. Yeah. <laughs> Thin little wireframe glasses. Yeah, just a good, wholesome vibe. <laughs> Garrett, what brings you to my house? Um, I'm not going to lie to you. My Segway got stuck in your alley. Oh, and yeah. And I don't know how to get back out. So uh, the Segway you're riding on now is just a spare you brought with? Yeah, the, always the main one is second. stuck in the alley. The other one's stuck in the alley. Couldn't get back out that way. So I thought I'd segue down here, uh, see who owned the place. Um... Segue down the entire flight of stairs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm a segue tour guide. Yeah. I mean, it's not my passion. Whoa, hang on. A segue but, tour yeah. guide. Wait a minute. Yeah, with, yeah. with what company? Uh, go Segway. <gasps> Wait a minute. It's got a monkey on a Segway, you know. That's... Shock the monkey. Genesis. You're Peter You're Gabriel? From... No. Oh, oh okay. I came to the wrong conclusion. I'm sorry. How well do you know Phil Collins? Oh, I don't. I don't. Oh, I love okay. Genesis. In but... that case, <gasps> you're from the distillery district? What? What? That's just where I work. I don't actually do that many tours. I just play Civ in the office. <laughs> These are some hard truths you're spilling. Spilling from this cup of life. So you are one of the distillery Segway tours. For those who don't know, uh, mm. groups of people will, will take out these Segways mm. and get shown around the whole distillery district yeah. by you. It's, oh. an, it's a historic area, and uh, you know it's easy money for me. I worked there for years, so um, why not keep doing it? You know? That's right. I've seen you wheel past my pop-up a few times. Oh, right. that's right. You build those uh, very dangerous pop-ups. Hey, you know, you say dangerous, I say interesting. Did you ever try and grab someone by the hair as they go by on the Segway? No, they're all wearing helmets. Yeah, um, you gotta wear helmets. And this is why. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there, there are other forms of direct, uh, you know, marketing, but they all involve the head. So it's like, you gotta, you gotta make sure you're wearing the a helmet. Of gravity, the lock guy will help. try and grab you by the hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually knitted hat lady. Did you know that when those locks are cut, people's relationships end? That's just one of the tour facts. Yeah, I took a tour with you a few weeks back with my parents. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's Sorry, nice. I don't remember that's that. I can't remember everyone who takes my tour. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> You're so famous. Oh, why not? Well, you might have seen me on, uh, you know, Second City. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, yeah. My, my true passion is improv. How are there two cities? Yeah, I'm from Barrie. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The Second got City. A, got a great outlet mall near there. Yeah, the Cookstown Outlet Mall? Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> You're a fan. <laughs> What's your favorite store in the Cookstown at Let Mall? Uh, and don't say the Harveys, because that's in the parking lot. Hey, somebody knows it's Cookstown. Uh, Liz Claiborne Outlet. Okay. I got a really nice pink hat there once, uh, except uh, I was wearing it when I was trying to sell my beer, and uh, the granddaughter of German playwright Bertolt Brecht came by and said I looked stupid in it, and I was just like... <laughs> Bertolt Brecht's granddaughter Leonard told you... Shawl, yeah. <laughs> 
So, sorry, we're talking about, uh, there right. has been a death in the distillery district. I don't know if this is public oh. knowledge yet, because I don't know if you tried telling anyone else. But oh, no, after you once, got I, once I failed at the horse cop, I just kind of stopped trying. If it's not... So is Jormie still down there in that oh, dance okay. studio? Down there. So this is one of the underground tunnels? Yeah, you. I'm sure you know the history of the whole distillery. Yeah, tell yes. us the but history we, of the underground here's tunnels, the thing. please. Unless someone dies on the actual route, we don't stop doing tours. And which I didn't get any notice of that. So that seems fair. It's this a must be your, this is one of the under tunnels. We don't actually go underground as part of the tour, but I do have a really fun bit where I stop and then I kind of lean down and I knock on the ground. You go, you hear that? You hear how it's echoing? These were all tunnels. And it was um, it was how the um, the uh, <laughs> the rats escaped. It's how, oh, okay, because back in the day they had a bunch of rats. Uh, mm. and the but rats. then there was a massive, um, you know, a movement to try and expel these rats, kill them, and they had to escape through all the tunnels. And it's ironic because I heard all those rats uh, made their way to Alberta, which then implemented a huge rat extermination Yeah, no policy, rats in Alberta no these rats days. In Alberta. Mm-hmm. You know what? We could sit here and trade facts all day about topics. Oh, great. Okay, more <laughs> facts coming up for you. Uh <laughs> Did you know that in Japan, there is an island, uh, uh, it's called Hashima Island, but also known as Mitsubishi Island. And it was a place where, uh, after, I believe it was World War II, Mitsubishi owned the island and forced their employees, who were also really considered slave labor, uh, to live and work on this tiny island, and they were not allowed to leave. They would be mining for uh, oil and coal on it. If they licked the walls, it would taste like oil. Uh, that's exactly it. I mean, what else do you need? That's a great place to raise a child as far as I'm concerned and uh, they left the island to crumble and it's only recently that you can take a boat there and uh, see this uh, uh, this city in a time and place that no longer exists now did you know about Sentinel Island uh, this is an island that has been untouched by humanity there is still a tribe living there uh, that people cannot reach uh, and so contact has never been made they are living like it's the stone ages People have not talked to them because anytime a scientist will go, they'll catch human diseases. Okay, uh, yeah. They also like threaten people with spears anytime they come close to the island. Like so I the... do when I wake up. <laughs> oh, that's how you get up. Yeah. Uh, so the government has said uh, no one can come near this island and they've left this tribe untouched. So currently to this day, there is a tribe living with no idea of modern society. And did you know that there's an island just across the water called Toronto Island Whoa, named after the very city... Across the water, three so that's the great facts. City. That's the second. Oh city. yeah, no, that well, that oh, the first city okay. buries the second. Right, sorry, sorry, yeah. I, I just jumped to so many conclusions. But so Toronto is important. It's that's why it's the first city. It's a it's a beautiful place, especially distillery. Come down in the summer, take a tour, get to boot around on this thing. Yeah, give me something to do. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there was a body found in one of these secret tunnels. Oh yeah, my oh, friend was murdered. Yes, okay. Yeah, Jormy St. Jacobs. Now, uh, maybe you've seen him around. Can you describe Jormy here for Garrett? His scalp felt like it was made of 1,000 count silk. Like Egyptian Oh, okay, Jormy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Great. So you did know Jormy. Oh yeah, well, huge uh, um, proprietor of the distillery district. Um, brought his own Segway, which was interesting. Oh, okay. I uh, came for a tour and was like, don't worry, I got my own. And I'm like, all right. He's a little uh, unorthodox. Um, refused to wear the helmet and actually got caught up uh, in your marketing and it, it fell back from the tour. Oh, so that was the same day that you had such a... I didn't realize that was a segue. I just thought his legs were different than mine. <laughs> in a way, they are. You're so accepting. 
yep, you know what? We're all put on this earth, and we we're just living it, man. It, it seemed like they hit it off. That's a beautiful statement. <laughs> it seemed uh, like they hit it off, so we kept going with the tour. We said, all right, I'll leave him there, and he will enjoy his beer. Um, whether or not that is a safe booth filled with splinters, nails poking out. Lots of spiders, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you saw him lots. He did the tour a few times before okay. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, then never he got... wore a helmet. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe that would have saved his face. And you know what he loved? Ice cream. Whenever we pass the ice cream shop, he goes, "Can we please make a stop? Can we please make a stop?" And I go, "No, there's no stops for food. I'm giving you facts. And did you know that ice cream used to be currency in the 1940s? Interesting. Seriously? Well, because of uh, World War II, I'm sure. Yes." They had, had to become to, a form they, of they currency. They had to ration money for tank to buy tanks and stuff. Exactly. Right, of course, and that's why you'd plant ice cream in your victory gardens. Yeah, exactly. So, um, anyways, I'm going to give you the facts. I'm not going to no. give you ice cream. How uh, at the distillery district uh, do, is the ice cream served? I'm sure oh, it's they just, just uh, they, they use a big fork. And, and no, no, no. It's like it a, it's like a big scoop that scoops out the ice cream. How big is this well, scoop? Oh, massive! I mean, that's kind of the gimmick of this place. It's called Big Scoop. It's like Big Slice, but for ice cream. Okay. So that's kind of their thing. And, and normally you go and you say, you know, two two scoops, three scoops. This place is one big scoop. And that's their thing. And it's going to be a huge scoop. You, you should see the size of these scoops. Would you say the scoops are roughly the size of a, I don't know, human face? I would say they are exactly the size of a human face. Then say it. <clears throat> I'm also an actor. <clears throat> oh, you know, I recognize you. You'd had a bit part in Working Moms, I believe. Yes, uh, and you might actually recognize me from a Wendy's commercial. Oh yeah, yeah, you and were, in, a Tim fr- you were in the freezer. Oh, has that Tim Hortons one aired? I've been looking to get it. I want to show. No, my you mom. might have been cut out of the Tim Hortons one. It really? Yeah. I definitely did it. I definitely went in. Scoops are face sized. Scoops are face sized. That's a good read. Yeah, that was. You happy with that? Yeah. I was in that Seth Rogen. Yeah, it show. makes me wish I appreciate uh, you know any form of art. Uh, you don't. No, against the arts. Uh, not. I'm not against them. I just. I. I don't. I don't seek out that which I don't understand, which is uh, many things. But hey, congratulations, because I've heard of Tim Hortons, so that must. Yeah, have been that's huge. him now. Well, if I'd remained in the ad, I guess you know, I would have made it. Would have been the face of Tim Hortons. Sorry, Garrett. What is your last name? Uh, Garrett uh, Kilograms. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So his face. Uh, <laughs> you made we, me do it. We didn't tell you uh, how how Jordy was found. Hmm? He was found with oh. his entire face scooped out. What in the hell? Who scoops a face? Who? Let, let's talk about Big Scoop, the ice cream place. Because sure. naturally, we're thinking face size scooped, mm-hmm. face sized face. Wait, what are you saying? Um. Okay, uh, in the air tonight was solo, but what was? That's all. That yeah, that's all was Genesis. That's all is Genesis. I prefer. So wait a second. I think he got his face scooped out by this ice cream scoop. <gasps> oh, oh that. you're right. Absolutely. That's not something that could happen if you were doing a duet with Kate Bush. Oh boy. Uh, wait a minute. This ice cream place—they've seemed nothing but wonderful whenever I've gone in there. What would, unless someone took one of the scoops? Oh, so this might not be one of the staff. It could be. I don't know them all, but they always seem pleasant. I don't know. Have you ever been in here? Uh, I tend not to go into buildings I haven't made myself. Okay, so good policy. Smart policy. One building you go into at the distillery district, sometimes when it's set up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. 
So how do you live? Someone found out about Jormy's trillions. Mm. Grabs the ice cream scoop, scoops out his face, mm-hmm. takes his debit card, gets the money. Right. That's what and I'm clearly thinking. knew him enough to understand this cruel, ironic death. So someone who knew him, you know. Now it sounds yeah. like that could be uh, quite a few people down at the distillery district. True. That's true. Could be anyone he passed. He's always riding around on that Segway. Mm-hmm. How fast would he go? Too fast. He bought like over own. the over the speed limit. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. He had modified his own personal Segway to go far above uh, regulation speed of a Segway. The hell! I thought only you tour guides had that little thing that you have. That you no, can no. But that's, to he a brought segway. his own. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. oh so he had a Segway. His, his own going... personal modified Segway with like you know spoilers and an undercarriage. <laughs> exactly. he had neon lights. He had neon yeah. lights. He'd hang out in that Nitro. Tim Hortons parking lot all the time. <laughs> I mean, who was I to tell him to stop? He was, uh, he was an absolute whiz at this thing. I mean... Because he'd whiz by. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, what, what, what am I to say? Too fast, reckless driving. Too furious, yeah. So him going too fast made someone too furious. That's what we're getting at. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, I'm... Because here's what I'm thinking. Someone must be there to kind of enforce the law, enforce speed limits, pull people over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like horse cops. Wait a minute. What could possibly go faster than a Segway? There's only one animal I can think of. A horse cop. A co- yeah, a horse cop. I was, I was, I was going to say a goat, but... <laughs> okay, two animals. Two animals. Right. So we're going to give you a horse cop or goat cop As here. someone who knows the distillery, I will tell you, goats haven't been in there since the 70s, since the Great Goat Festival. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 My, uh, it's a go-free zone now. Yeah, my dad took me to that. Uh, I got headbutted so many times. That's actually how I lost that part of my brain. What, but it also made my, it made my skull stronger. You lost a quarter stronger. of the brain. That's right. By a goat headbutting your head. Well, as soon as it started headbutting me, I'm just like, I'm going to show you who's boss. Assert dominance. And started so you headbutted the goat. Yeah, using the back of my head, uh, which, as it turns out, never fully knit together. Uh, you know how babies have a soft part of their skull? Yeah, oh, I, yeah, so the, yeah, yeah I didn't grow out of that. Yeah, so, uh, whew, quite a bit of mess. Anywho, that's neither here nor there. It was a great festival. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was okay. really, it was very, very cool. I believe um, if, the Canadian band Crowbar played that one. I don't know them. Uh, yeah, well. Sorry. Me neither. No one does, unless you own the Do South Volume 2 soundtrack. Anyway. Can we hear just a, a couple of those tracks? Uh, yep, hold on. Ba ba da ba 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 da ba, and then the guitar comes in like. Oh, what a feeling! What a rush! Yeah, you know the song. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you do. That's because you you own the Two South Volume Two soundtrack secretly. Crowbar is for sure on my iPhone. Wait a minute. Does that mean that perhaps a crowbar was... No, it was the spoon. The spoon was the, the yeah. weapon. Yeah. It's a scoop. It is a scoop. It's a scoop. Yeah. yeah. So that only leaves mm. the horse cop. Interesting. Now, it sounds like the horse cop was there that day. Yeah, that's true. That you found the body. Yeah, the horse... Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, you saw them and you backed up. That's what put you into the hole in the first place. That's right. Was you seeing this horse cop. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get the horse's attention by standing directly behind it and mm-hmm. touching it on its flank. Something I recommend everyone on my tours not to do, in fact. So maybe if you take them on my tours. Ah, you know what? I spent a lot of time on farms illegally growing up, so uh, I think I know a thing or two about horses, buddy. Fair enough. 
Is this the same horse cop who's usually at the distillery district? Yeah, it always seems to be the same guy. Um, I mean, I've seen other uh, other cops. Usually they're on um, mechanical horses, which is my term for bikes. Uh <laughs> But this one, yeah, is always riding proudly upon his steed. Clyde. Mm. Clyde? Yeah. That's uh, his name? Clyde Dale? Yeah. Clyde Dale. God, he got into the you right You like that one better than the other one. <laughs> yeah, but Lobar. Crowbar! Yeah, we're back. And we're back! <laughs> so, Clyde Dale, this cop, <laughs> you've seen him before. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's his beat. That is... That stretch. Oh, yeah. The pop-up stretch. That one, that just that one road, like that one alleyway. He just patrols it day and night, I assume. And I assume because I know this, because I also sleep wherever my pop-up is. And I sleep with my eyes open, because I learned after the goat incident that, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Now, yep. th- is this where Jormy rode his segue? Oh, yeah, but now well, that's where we do the tour. I mean, um, you're supposed to obviously avoid all the poop. There's a lot of poop. It's from that's, the horse. It, it's just it mm. huge problem. It's basically but, just become another layer. Yeah, yeah. But he would uh, he'd zip ahead and he'd zip back and he'd go, there's ice cream up there. There's ice cream up there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we'll get there. And he'd fall back into line and, you know, he'd be kind of doing little circles around me being like, go, come on, come on. And I was like, I have to tell you more facts about the pavement. Wait for the ice cream part. So, anyways, he was clearly eager. What's your favorite pavement fact? Oh, my goodness. How to choose. Um, I would say that there is a very uh, fun section, uh, which you'll notice is a little bit discolored when you uh, hit the patch. And it's a little bumpy. And I say, everyone, take a, take a moment. Everyone stop and look down. Where you're standing was the site of a rocket launch. Not a big one. <laughs> Not a big one, but enough to scorch this earth. Wow. It was the first rocket launch in Canada. Tiny, tiny rocket. The only thing they could fit in there was a rat. It was part of the escape. And right, um, yeah. they sent it off. It crashed into the lake. But neat nonetheless. Yeah. Neat nonetheless. So it sounds like this was Clydedale, the horse cop. So angry that Jormy was speeding so fast on his Segway. Mm. He yeah. grabbed the big scoop from the ice cream parlor scooped out his face the plan would have gone perfectly if you hadn't seen him decide to back up down into the dance mechanical dance studio find the scooped out face go back up try and find the horse cop the horse trying to cover up kicks you in the face poos on you it all makes sense and he had the perfect getaway a horse cop I don't. I don't know what to think. Who do you go to when it was the police? Do you have any Who tall friends? The watchman. Do I have any tall friends? What yeah, maybe we can get them. Get the cop. Yeah, I got one tall friend. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is he confident? <laughs> no. <laughs> but very funny. <laughs> well, let's go get Clyde Dale. Okay. And that wraps up. Another successful episode of Kill Today. Hooray! We're uh, on a warpath. I am uh, I am I am I am ready for uh, violence rooted in justice. So thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much for this. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, my hands are calloused and they well, are in fists. Don't thank just me. Thank Matt Probst for doing our theme song. <laughs> hey, thanks Matt Probst. Um <laughs> you uh, uh thank you for helping me avenge my my friend's death. Um 
Thank Matt Ouellette for the suggestion. Oh, Matt Ouellette, you know, I, the thing is, you can't get anywhere unless someone gives you an idea. Tell people they can rate us on iTunes. You know what the cool thing about iTunes is? You can go on. And you can hear this story of recovering both friendship and a sense of self-worth in a city run amok. And you can give it five stars. Our email address is killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. Uh, is there anything you want to talk about? Probably your beer, probably your mayoral campaign. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean all of those things. Uh, <laughs> I, but I've been looking at this one person who I, I think I want to You've be You've been looking my, at a person. I've been looking at a person, just dead on, direct <laughs> eye contact. Itching to just grab their scalp. Yeah, and this person seems like they have like a really nice scalp since they've started using the medication for the eczema on it. And... Um, that person's name, who I want, I think, to manage my mayoral campaign is uh, Kat Letwin, mm. uh, a friend of the show. And uh, <laughs> now. <laughs> and, you know, I, like I've been reading her tweets at Latwinka, L-E-T-W-I-N-K-A. And like her jokes are fine, but her retweets are on point. Like other people's <laughs> jokes are fantastic. And, uh, you know, even following her on Facebook, just Kat Letwin, K-A-T-L-E-T-W-I-N. But mostly I've been uh, I've been seeing her shows, you know, uh, on August 27th. I'm very excited to see the resistance improvise at the Social Capital Theater, uh, unless this comes out uh, after that happened, in which case you, you fucked up and you missed it. Uh, but it's happened before and it might happen again. It might happen again. But also the third Monday of every month, she does something also at the Social Capital called uh, 1620 the show uh, with her writing partner in Cassie Ogmona. Uh, they have special guests uh, every single time and it's a, kind of a weird mashup of sketch comedy and theater and just our weird nerdy history facts that they have. Okay. That, that sounds good. Uh, and sorry, do you have any final thoughts for us? Oh, I just love to plug um, Eminem. Skater Diet Hotmail. Yeah, you should come to uh, skaterdiethotmail.com. I host with my buddy um, Todd. <laughs> and uh, yeah. It's a it's a great show. We um uh, we always have great stand up lineups there. And uh, check out check out the James, uh, Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> Keep your stick on the ice. Oh, I know this. Yeah, it's Crowbar from Due South. Killed to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky. Special thanks to Katie Lore, Matt Probst, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Killed to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!